Hello, this is Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with Proclaiming the Word of God. So happy to be able to be with you again and to be able to share the Word of God with you one more time. We are going to be coming today from Acts chapter 26, Acts chapter 26, and we're going to be reading at that 16th verse, starting at that 16th verse, Acts chapter 26, and the Bible declares, but rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee delivering thee from the people from the Gentiles unto whom now I send thee to open their eyes to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. And from these passages of scripture, we're going to be talking about get it right with God. Get it right with God. In this passage of scriptures that I have read to you, It is the words that the Apostle Paul is saying. And he's saying it as he has been retained and he is now in the custody of one called Festus. And with him being in the custody of Festus, he is there because the Jews have accused him of criminal acts they have accused him and and want him to be killed because he's done the work of the Lord and so it goes back to a commission that the Lord has given the 12 apostles and anytime that the Lord is wanting somebody to do the work for him then and he's commissioned you to do the work, then those who are believers in Jesus Christ, they do the work that God has commissioned them to do. So this started out, Paul knew, and he was Saul at the time. He was an arch person. He was a person who stood high in the community in the Jewish faith. So he knew about the teachings of the Jews. But what had not happened to Paul at this time was that Paul was not one of the 12 apostles at that time. So if we skip back, when the Lord was here on the earth, just as you have the preachers here now teaching the gospel, Jesus had apostles that walked with him. He had 12 that walked with him. And in the 10th chapter of Matthew, he made a command and he commissioned them to go forth 
And so let's take a look in that 10th chapter, because this is how the Lord sent out the 12. But one day, Paul, who was then Saul, is going to come into that same commission. But when Jesus told the 12 to go out, he said in that 10th chapter of Matthew, in that fifth verse, these 12 Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into unto the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans. Enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach, saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. And then he told them, he wanted them to depend upon him for provision. So he says, provide neither gold nor silver, nor brass in your purses, nor script for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet stays, for the workman is worthy of his meat. So go forth in me is what he's saying to the disciples, what he's saying to the twelve that he's commissioning. And into whatsoever city or what town you shall enter, inquire in it who in it is worthy. There abide till you go thence. And when you come into a house, salute it. So that discernment that I got, my Holy Ghost power, I'm, 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 I'm giving you of me. He says, I'm giving you of me. I'm leading you and I'm guiding you. And for us today, it'll be that discernment, that Holy Ghost power that we have, that discernment that when God sends us out, that when the Lord sends us out, he sends us out with a commission. And he said that for them, that and if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. He says, and whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you shall depart out of that house or that city, shake the dust off your feet. Shake the dust off your feet. Because he's commissioning them. I want you to go and I want you to preach. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. But if they don't want to listen when you preach to them, if they don't want to hear, he says in that 15th verse, Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for that land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. And so the Lord is commissioning back in Matthew 
chapter 10, he's telling them to go forth. And he's saying unto them, Ah, behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. He's talking about that environment that they're going to go into. He's talking about the environment that we as believers will go into. He says, Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men. He's talking about what he knows. He's talking about look and watch. Beware of men. Because on the inside of men is God knows what's on the inside of a man. So Jesus told him, as you go, you beware of men. For they will deliver you up to the councils. And they will scorn you in their synagogues. And you shall be bought before governors and kings for my sake. For the testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of the Father which speaketh in you. This was the commission that Jesus gave to those that were walking with him. His 12 apostles to go forth to proclaim that word of God. To go forth and to teach about The kingdom of heaven is at hand to go forth and to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, do the work of the ministry, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, set the captives free. Freely you have received, freely give. He said you can't. Pay for this anointing that I'm giving you because I'm commissioning you to go and I'm telling you to go in my power. God is telling us right now that we got to get ready. Get ready. T.D. Jakes preached a sermon years and years ago. He had a catchphrase, get ready, get ready, get ready. It's time to be ready now. Hallelujah. It's time for us to go and to spread the news of the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. Are you ready? God is still calling. God is still sending. God is still sending out people. If they'll listen to that voice of God on the inside. Is God calling your name? Is he calling your name? Is he calling your name? To go forth and to preach the word of God to tell those men and women to tell young men and old men, boys and girls and people who don't even want to hear about the good news of God right now. People don't want to hear about the saith the Lord. Hallelujah. People want to do what they want to do. Hey, but God's always, I don't care what time frame we live in. God's always got a remnant that'll be willing to tell the world about the Lord. So here it is that Paul, who was once Saul, 
he's locked up because he's been out doing the great commission of what God told the 12 disciples to do, the 12 apostles to do. And now it is that he's come into contact with Jesus and now he finds himself locked up. What do you do when you're locked up? What do you do when you've given you all? What do you do when you preach the gospel and men don't want to hear it? What do you do when you've been told by God to preach the gospel, but nobody wants to hear the cry coming out of your voice? Nobody wants to hear God says you must live holy. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say. Oh, but yet and still there's a burning a burning deep down in your soul. Hallelujah. Hey, because this call that you got, it didn't come from man. Hallelujah. This call came from God Almighty. What do you do? Get right. Get it right with God. What do you do when God is calling you? What do you do? 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 Hallelujah. What do you do? What do you do? What do you do? Do you do you run and do you hide? Do you give up because people laugh at you? What do you do? It's a burden of the Lord. A burden of the Lord. So here it was. That in this Acts chapter 26, uh, we find a story. And we find a story about a man named Paul. And Paul finds himself that he's locked up. He finds that what the Bible had said in Matthew about they would lock you up. Uh Uh-huh. He finds in that story that what the Lord had said is come to pass. The words that Jesus spoke have come to pass. He says that when we go out, even in this day and time, even though The weapons of our warfare, they're not carnal. Hey, but they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. And God, as he backed up the apostles, the heavenly father is backing up those who will go forth and witness for him. Hallelujah. Beware, Jesus told them, of men. Because who knows what's in a man? But God, the spirit of that man himself, he knows what's on the inside of him. But God knows what's in man. God knows that there are some men who are saved. But God knows that there are some men who are lovers of themselves. They don't care about the things of God. They don't care about other people. They care about themselves. And so Paul finds himself now up and delivered because the Jews wanted to kill him because he was preaching to them what was a lie. 
He didn't want nobody talking about Jesus, the risen Savior. He, they didn't want him getting people stirred up and turning away from the Jewish leadership of the Pharisees and all the ones who did not proclaim that Jesus had come, that Jesus was the one who was prophesied about and who had come. So the apostle, he finds himself locked up. And so it is that he was turned over to Festus from Felix. And so it is that Paul had said that he wanted to go and he wanted to face Caesar because they had him locked up and they wanted to kill him, but he knew that he had done nothing wrong but preach about the fulfilling of the prophecies of the prophets prophesying about Jesus. And he had preached what he had been commissioned to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So he's here and he's locked up. And so it was that Felix Festus had a conversation with King Agrippa. And Agrippa wanted to hear the testimony of this man. He wanted to hear him himself. And so it is that Paul now stands before Festus and he stands before King Agrippa. And so here it is that this is the testimony that comes out of the mouth of, of Paul. In the 26th chapter, if you get locked up, when folks ridicule you for being a Christian, when they ridicule you for being a holy roller, hallelujah, when they ridicule you for standing up for the things of God, what is the testimony that will proceed out of your mouth? Will God be the voice that comes out of your mouth? Will you stand on that word of God? Because the Lord had already said, but when they deliver you up, take no thought, meaning don't reason it out in your mind. Open your mouth and I will speak for you. Because what's going to come out of your mouth is not going to be from your brain, but it's going to be the spirit of your father, which speaketh in you. So Paul finds himself standing before King Agrippa. And he says this to him because the Jews had conspired. They wanted to kill they wanted to kill Paul. And they wanted to ambush him on the way to Jerusalem. But that didn't happen. God stopped the assignment of the enemy. Don't you know that when God's got something for you to do, God will stop the assignment of the enemy. God's got you covered. 
child of God. You may not feel like it sometime, but they that are with us are more than they that are against us. Don't you know that God's got his saints? Uh, God's got his saints that he wants to proclaim the kingdom of God, even if the people don't even want to hear it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God's got some saints out here. Hallelujah. God is calling right now. And God is the one right now who's calling people unto him. Go ye therefore into the earth. Go and proclaim that word of God. So it is right here in this story. The 26th chapter of Acts. This is the statement of Paul. He says, he talks about how he had this power and it was given to him by the leadership. And he talked about how it was that he persecuted the people. He persecuted the church. He persecuted Christians. How he was consenting. He talks about consenting to their to their death. But he makes a statement. He talks about how often he punished people in the synagogues, compelled them to blaspheme. And he even said that he himself was exceedingly mad against them. Paul talks about how he persecuted Christians. And that when he went to Damascus with the authority that was commissioned to him by the chief priest, he was going to handle business. He was going to go there to handle the Christians. But something happened. On Paul's way to do destruction to the church, Paul had an encounter. Mind you that I call him Paul because this is Paul the apostle speaking. But when he had that encounter, his name was Saul. Saul went on that Damascus road. And he was going set hell bound on persecuting Christians. But at midday, this is what he says. At midday, O king, I'm in the 26th chapter of Acts. He said, at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven. Hallelujah. Above the brightness of the sun, shining round about me, and them which journeyed with me. Uh, they saw that light too. And when we all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me, saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul. Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee 
to kick against the pricks. Now this is the testimony that he's speaking before King Agrippa and Festus. And he said, the voice that spoke to him, this is what Paul said. He said, he asked a question, who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But Jesus made a statement. Here it is that Saul had been persecuting the church. Jesus said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. Because if you persecute the church, you're persecuting the body of Jesus. So you're persecuting him. So when we go against what God is saying, look at the world right now in a tailspin, coronavirus, Afghanistan problems, issues, terrorists running around the world, governments shaking, the foundation of the family falling apart. Gas prices up. Food prices up. Children probably about to be out of school again because of the virus. Crime running rapid in the streets. Ah, so many things going on. And so just in that time, they had whatever issues they had. And Paul met Jesus Saul met Jesus on that Damascus road persecuting the church. But the testimony of Paul is this. He says, but Jesus said to him, but rise. That means that there's got a time, child of God, that we're supposed to come up out of the mess that we're living in. We got to rise. Get up out of that foolishness. Get up out of walking in darkness. Get up out of walking in sin. Because the great commission back to the apostles was for them to go out to heal the sick. To heal the sick. To cleanse the leper. To raise the dead. To cast out devils. Freely they received. Freely they were to give. Jesus now is speaking to Paul and making him the apostle that he needs to be and telling him, but you did all of this. When he puts that but in there, you did all of this, but I need you to rise up. You might have sold crack cocaine in your lifetime. You might have been a prostitute in your lifetime. You might have been a whoremonger in your lifetime. You might have did so many things that you even ashamed to even Stand before the Lord. But there's a but God in your life. There's a but God for all of us. Redemption gave all of us a but God. But God sent Jesus to die on that cross for your sins and for mine. There's a but God. So when that God puts the but in. But I died for you. uh, But I came to save you from being lost. But rise. And that's what he told Paul to do. 
Saul at the time. He says, stand upon your feet. Stand upon your feet. I want you to get your feet. What he's saying is get your feet shod for the preparation of the gospel. For I have appeared unto thee for this purpose. When God makes an appearance, everybody, every knee is going to bow one day. You may not think you're going to bow right now, but the Bible declares that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess. So he says, to make thee, I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister, a servant, a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen and those things in which I will appear unto you. So he told him, I got a work for you to do. And if we was at church service, I say, uh, God got a work for you to do. Tell your neighbor, God got a work for you to do. Get up, rise up, stand up on your feet. God is calling you for a work. Now, you might have been who you were years ago, but God sees you, how he's made you, what he made you for your purpose Rise up, stand up on your feet. There's a but God in your life. So it was that God says this to Paul. I got a purpose for you. He says that I want to make you a minister and a servant. And I'm going to show you what you already know, but I got some other things that I'm going to show you. And I want you to teach what I show you. I want you to operate in what I reveal to you. I want you to do what I tell you to do is what he's saying. Delivering you from the people. I'm going to deliver you from the Jews. And I'm going to deliver you from the Gentiles. But I'm sending you to the Gentiles. Because remember when he commissioned the 12, he sent them to the Jews. He's sending Paul to the Gentiles. He who once persecuted the church now is about to go and spread the gospel. He says, the commission to Paul, I want you to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light. God is commissioning those of us now who hear his voice to open their eyes, open the eyes of the blind, to open the eyes of the blind, to open the ears of the deaf, to hear the voice of God. To preach this gospel. To preach the gospel of God right now. He says, and from the power of Satan unto God. That you're going to bring them from that darkness to light. And from the power of Satan unto God. That they may receive forgiveness of sins and and an inheritance among them. Which are sanctified by faith. That is in me. So this is the testimony of Paul speaking before King Agrippa. Speaking before Festus. And he says in that 19th verse, Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. So that if anything happens and you begin to see the things of the Lord, you begin to have an encounter with God. Who is going to be dumb enough to have an encounter with Jesus and not fall 
down on his knees before God. Hallelujah. If Jesus were to come in right now as I preach the gospel, right now, hallelujah, I'm preparing this podcast and I'm getting ready for, I'm getting it ready for the people who will be having the ears to hear. But if the Lord were to walk in and I visibly see him right now, this podcast would be interrupted because I'd fall on my knees before the almighty God. Because who can stand in the presence of the Lord? Who is it that would be where they could just stand upright in the presence of the almighty God? Oh, Lord, let your will be done. Let somebody hear what the spirit is saying unto the church. Because when God comes, when God gives a word, hallelujah, just like he gave to Paul, can you stand on your feet? Or will you bow down before the Lord? Hallelujah. Come, let us bow down and worship. Hallelujah. Come, let us lift up our holy hands unto our God. Oh, come, let us magnify his name. Let us exalt his name together. Ah, for he is greatly and worthy to be praised. All the angels they adore him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They magnify him and they cry out, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. He says, Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision, but showed first unto them in Damascus. So remember, he was going to Damascus to stir up trouble. But God interrupted his assignment, meaning Paul's assignment to himself. God put an interruption, a pause in what Paul then saw was about to do. And at Jerusalem, he, he talked about the good news of Jesus Christ. And he went to the coast of Judea. And then he went to the Gentiles and told all of them that they got to repent and turn to God and do the works that are meet for repentance. God is saying to us, we need to repent. Nobody don't want to hear about repentance nowadays in time. Nobody don't want to hear about living holy. It's not popular. And he says, for these causes, because I was talking about repentance, because I was telling the good news of Jesus Christ, because I was being a witness, because I was telling that the fulfilling of the prophecies that the Messiah is coming was fulfilled, because I was doing the work that God told me to do. He says in that 21st chapter, for these causes the Jews caught me in the temple and went about to kill me. Mm, mm, mm. Having therefore obtained help of God. Hallelujah. God's always going to be there when we need him. Hallelujah. He says, I continue unto this day, witnessing both to small and great. That's why you got to be able to witness. You got to be able to witness through the hard times and the good times. We got to be able to witness to small crowds and big crowds. We got to be able to witness to influential people and people who don't have anything 
and saying none other than those things which the prophets and Moses did say should come. That Christ should suffer and that he should be the first that should rise from the dead and should show light unto the people and to the Gentiles. And so this was the testimony, not being fearful, standing in the presence of King Agrippa and Festus. But don't you know that when we go out and we proclaim the word of God, we know that we've come from darkness into light. We know we got to get it right. And what God is saying right now is get it right, get it right get it right Agrippa listened to him Festus listened to him and in the midst of it Festus had these words to say and he said to him in a loud voice and this is like the ridiculers or do you he said Paul Thou art beside yourself, meaning you done gone crazy. Much learning does make you mad, meaning that all this education, you done turned to a plum fool. You done gone mad, you're crazy, is what Festa said. All this education has gone to your head. You crazy. You mad, Paul. You done lost your mind. The world thinks that when we talk about being holy, they think we have lost our minds. Talk about being saved. The world will think you lost your mind. But he answered back and he said, I'm not mad, most noble Festus. I'm not mad. But I speak forth the words of truth and soberness for the king knows of these things before whom I also speak freely for I am persuaded that none of these things are hidden from him for this thing was not done in a corner so whatever Jesus did he did it openly when the apostles went they did what they did openly So you know how it is when word gets out. You know how we talk. Well, people hadn't changed. If a word is going to get out about something, folks going to know about it. They might have didn't have CNN, but they had Miss Becky Sue. And they had Deborah Ray. And they had Johnny Mac. And they had Dylan. So what am I saying? I'm saying that people going to talk. Word don't get out about things that are happening and about the things that Jesus was doing. The apostles had, Jesus had commissioned them to go and raise the dead, to heal the sick, to cast out demons. And don't you know that Becky Lynn done told Pearly May about how uh, the apostles came in and healed their son? Don't you know that how they opened up deaf ears don't you know that 
the talk was going on. Don't you know that if somebody in our time was healed of corona without doctors, don't you know if they were on in critical care and an uh, apostle walked in or a person came in and laid hands on them and they were healed, don't you know that that's going to get out? Don't you know? Haven't you heard? Don't you know that the good news is going to be shared? So here it is that he says to him, it wasn't done in a vacuum. Anything that Paul said he did, I didn't do it in a vacuum. I did it out in the open. And he says to him in that 27th verse in Acts chapter 26, he says, but King Agrippa, believest thou the prophets? He was persuaded. I know that thou believest. I know that you believe. I know you believe because I know you've heard. And this was the statement that King Agrippa made back to Paul. He said unto Paul, he heard because when Paul opened his mouth, What Jesus had said in Matthew chapter 10 came to pass. Jesus said, but when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the spirit of your father, which speaketh in you. So when Paul gave the testimony before the ears of Festus, before the ears of King Agrippa, the Holy Ghost in Paul was speaking. And when Paul opened his mouth, the voice of God came out. That spirit of God came out of Paul and they heard God speak the truth unto them in their ears. So Paul knew that without a shadow of a doubt that the word of God that had went forth would do what it was sent out to do. But this was the response of Agrippa. And he said unto him, Paul, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. Almost. I don't know what detained him because salvation is offered to every man, but it's up for every man to choose for himself whether he will accept the salvation that the Lord wants to give or he will reject the call of the Lord. Almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian is what Agrippa said. So God wants us to get to the place where we are proclaiming the word of God, but go beyond and reach and give our all of what God gives us. Give it to the people. That we don't have and hear back. I almost was persuaded to be a Christian. 
the work of the evangelist, the work of the preacher, the work of the pastor, the work of the apostle, the work of the prophet, the work of any servant of God is to win the lost, to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captives free, to hear that I am a Christian, that I want to be a Christian. And that was what Paul was setting out to do. He said, I'm going to get this thing right. No matter what, I'm going to do what God told me to do. In this last days and this hour, and my time is about up. But the thing about it is, is will we get it right? God says, get it right. God says, get it right. So, you know what's going to happen in life because Jesus said it in John at Matthew chapter 10 and we saw it operate with with Paul in chapter 26. He said he immediately he obeyed. And when he got ready to speak, God opened his mouth. I pray that in this podcast that hopefully in this instance, I gave you the word of God to the point that it touched your heart, that if you are not living for the Lord, that it's time for you to get it right. Ah, don't think that God can't use you because God can use anybody who's willing to surrender unto him. So he doesn't leave any man out. I extend and I offer Christ to you right now that if you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, that if you will stretch out your hand and you just say, Lord, I'm tired. If you're tired of running, if you're tired of turning around from God, Lord, I surrender my heart to you. Please save me, Lord. Wash my sins away. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that he died on that cross for my sins, and that he shed his blood for me. Lord, I want to be saved. Save me. And if you said that prayer with me, and you meant that from your heart, then you are saved. I recommend that you try to hook up fellowship with a church that is teaching the word of God. And if you can't find a church right now because of the COVID-19 pandemic, if you can't find a church that's open, then find your church online. And then if you can't find a church online, then you listen to my podcast because I'll try to teach you right. Amen. But God's got something for you. And if you have come new to the kingdom of God, I say welcome to the family. Amen. But it's time for all of us to get it right. If you got a word that you're supposed to be witnessing, go do what you're supposed to do. Time is running short. There are people out there who need to hear your voice. And need to hear you proclaim what thus saith the Lord. It's time to get it right. Amen. 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 Well, I have enjoyed sharing the word of God with you. 
This has been Evangelist Valerie Laurie coming to you with proclaiming the word of God. Until we meet again, be blessed and bye-bye.